Welcome to Prime Cohesion. Please join us as we move forward in this endeavor. We hope you join us for some banter and laughs as we touch on the real life topics that united us. Please be advised content can be mature in nature and disturbing to some. We're not always the experts, but we strive to do our part to bring awareness to subjects that matter to us and provide support when we can. Let me introduce your hosts, Jason, Smitty, and Tater. Have you heard about, this is just a funny topic, I just think it's funny, but the Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Con- Conservation's Twitter account? No. Whoever they have running their fucking Twitter account has got a pretty good sense of humor. Dude. Like they posted one in January, said whoever filled out a cougar sighting report and wrote, report and wrote your mother under the description, drop your ad, we just want to talk. <laughs> who is this the oklahoma oklahoma department of wildlife conservation it says you are cold they have fur do not let inside and it's a picture of a goddamn uh panther (laughs) (laughs) we love all creatures great and small except for that wasp that stung us on the lip in fifth grade we hate that wasp (laughs) they're just uh it's just funny it's like you know family friendly funny yeah parking eight eight deer on the roof before breaking and entering isn't very leave no trace just saying (laughs) what you trying to imply (laughs) that was on december 22nd that's pretty funny you have an interesting page for sure it's just uh it's cute i just thought it was pretty funny i agree it's dad funny yeah it's dad it's dad funny that is pretty accurate Get your mom a fishing license because at least it will show up at her house and not be such a disappointment. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, it's fucked up. <laughs> they had a post on May 18th last year that said mosquitoes suck. They do. Literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. That's the one downfall to summer for me. Mosquitoes? Yeah, I get ate up, man. I have to put something, that that nasty smelling shit on me. Okay, so I didn't think anything about mosquitoes because I grew up in South Florida and they were just part of life. Yeah. Mosquitoes were just there. They didn't really bother me. Cut two. I mean, we, I think me and Heather either, we had just gotten married or we were getting, yeah, we were, we were married and we, I took her out to the Everglades with some friends. Oh my God. She might as well just been been one big whelp. They swarmed her like, Oh my God, fresh meat. And they just fucking ate her up. And we're all just sitting there talking. I wonder why that is like, why? I mean, I have no idea, but they weren't bothering me. They weren't bothering my buddy and his wife, her covered. You couldn't see her. (laughs) She was covered in mosquitoes. It's kind of, we have must be an odor or something. I don't know, her but they mama, loved her. They smelled something. Sometimes I get it eat up. They don't bother her, and sometimes they chase her and don't bother me. So I don't know. I hate the they, They've never bothered me, 
mosquitoes. I don't know why, but I grew up. I grew up in it. I guess I don't know. They just never. But I mean, she. I, I mean, I grew up in the woods, so yeah, yeah. Or an Ivy sumac and all that was our mortal enemy. I don't know. I think Heather's skin has changed again because I think I told you, Jason, this summer she went out in the front yard for like 10 minutes and apparently there was poison ivy around an old stump. Dude, she was covered. What was she doing with the stump? Head to toe. Nothing. She was out there cutting weeds with fucking hand trimmers. Oh, yeah. And she got, I mean, she with her face, that shit, yep. it took a month for that shit to go away. It, it's like an oil. If you get it on your hand or something and you don't realize it, you start touching, it's everywhere. But the kicker, she grew up in Mississippi. We've been out in the yard a thousand fucking times. All of a sudden, it was weird. Like, I'm like, how in the fuck have you now? We've been married 25 fucking years. I've never seen you break out like this from Poison Ivy. And we've been, we've been in the woods. I'm just saying. Wash your skin with dish soap. I it's just gotten learned, a little better. I just learned my lesson. I started wearing jeans and long sleeves t-shirts if I was going. Yeah, that's pretty much the way that works. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was cutting grass, Tyler Tyler had had uh, poison ivy for two years. I mean, he couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for the poor bastard. He's just he's just got it. That motherfucker's yeah, hooked on it. I mean, <laughs> he's addicted to poison ivy. Motherfucker won't get off it. I was like, man, for someone who's so allergic to poison ivy, you sure are in the wrong profession. I'm allergic to everything, so I was miserable 24-7. So, Oh, dude, we were house hunting. I told Jason. So we went house hunting, right? We, But she gets a text message from our realtor, and it was pretty much a joke. The realtor was like, I sent it to you as a joke, but you know, I ain't sent you nothing in a while, so I sent it to you. The house pretty much checked like none of our boxes other than it across the street from the lake, the main lake. So I was like, okay, it's built in 2004. So it's an older house. It was, uh, but it's all brick front and it's got siding. So I'm looking at the pictures online. I'm like, eh, I see why she wants to go look at it. Okay. We'll go look at it. Dude. When I tell you, we almost needed a Jeep to pull up in the front driveway. It was, I think mountain goats would have had a hard time on that driveway. It was, <laughs> it was like straight up the fucking drive we were like holy shit i'm like i'm gonna have to readjust the jeep's brakes in order to keep it on this fucking incline because i don't think the e-brake's gonna hold it so that was strike one but whoever takes pictures for realtors ooh, they earn their fucking money dude because when we went in that house i was like is this the same damn house this is crazy so what you can't tell from the pictures number one was that the driveway was a uh, dirt hill climb and that uh, the inside, like almost every doorway, I want to say every doorway except for one, I think, entryway was a small 30-inch door. They were tiny. Like you could barely, like you're not getting a refrigerator through. I don't know how they got it. They must have built the refrigerator in the goddamn kitchen because I don't know how they got it in there. They took some pictures with drones Apparently, so the backyard looked huge. I could have sworn the backyard is about the size of a football field. We got there, and it was not. <laughs> it was, it was fucking tiny. I was like, "Holy shit! How the hell did they do this?" Oh, but 
Yeah, needless to say, we was like hard pass, but you were bamboozled. Oh, completely bamboozled. We were hornswoggled. No doubt. It was, but and, like I said, whoever took those pictures, dude, you're a fucking master. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And my realtor even said, she goes, hey, she goes, we pay big bucks for these pictures. <laughs> I was like, I bet you damn do. do. That's crazy. They ain't wedding picture prices, but I'm sure they're paying three, four, five hundred bucks a pop. Oh, they're paying a decent dollar because like I said, there was pictures of a kitchen that looked like the kitchen was just huge. And when I tell you I stood in the kitchen and I go like this and hit both counters, <laughs> I was like, well, I did notice a lot of times they're doing it with drones. Yeah. And I guess the type of lens they're using. Like Fisheye lens. Yeah. But in it like in a corner, you know, kind of with the right angle, you make, you know, you make a room look big. Yeah. Yeah. Paralyzed. We did a lot of stupid shit. We went to my buddy's house. He's got, he had a big old field and uh, he had a three wheeler. So tied a rope in a, around a, a mattress. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it is on now. <laughs> slung all over the place in the field. Oh, it most, is on. With the most dangerous ATV ever invented. Yeah, but they were so much fun. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, I had so much fun on ATCs. I almost broke. I think I broke my tailbone. It felt like I broke my tailbone. I was yeah. going over a bunch of whoopty doos at mock Jesus, and I just went off the back of that fucking thing. And then, fucking ate. then I had, I hit my tailbone on one of the fucking whoopty doos that shot me straight back up on my feet. And I was like, oh my God. And then I had to run and chase down the ATC because it kept going. I'm running like I got a stick up my ass. <laughs> fucking made it back to the pickup truck where we were all hanging out. And I was like, somebody drive it. I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking done. We had a lot of good times on them though. I think like if you've never like, like run into a fence on a dirt bike then you just haven't lived man that was my something. very first experience on a bike <laughs> <laughs> you run into something god damn it you're gonna run into something i mean i laid it down but <laughs> it's still yeah. i think hit the fence running <laughs> you get that fucking panic throttle yeah well i like so i guess i for i couldn't hear what he said was the break because it was just a little junior bike so it wasn't right. it wasn't a manual or anything so i i remember which one he said was the brake was it the handle or was it the foot yeah we would uh what did we call whiskey throttle whiskey <laughs> throttle <laughs> yeah we called it whiskey throttle when you would uh you would just screw up and you'd just be stuck wide ass wide ass open because you didn't know what to do you're just like oh fucking then you're just oh. stuck and your your mind goes blank when you're you riding a dirt bike the and then you're just wide open fucking throttle and you're like can't figure out why it won't stop yeah <laughs> we've had uh of course we grew up outdoors so you know most of our adventures were on something motorized didn't matter what it was atcs go-karts freaking four-wheel drives speaking of go-karts yeah a buddy named stan his dad did a circle track on the weekends and stuff so he always had Spare motors laying around. They reinforced the frame on a go-kart, which we called the go-kart. Put a 350 on that thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Put How a quick hell? change rear end on the, on the back of it. <laughs> That's not a go-kart, man. The heaviest thing in the whole device was the motor and two-speed fire glide. 
That's crazy. They're doing uh there was some guys in the neighborhood that had um that had some uh shifter carts. They were, had like uh Gixer motors on them, had like a GSXR seven fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. The little ones that lay down flat, little alcohol yeah. burners. Yeah. Yeah, pretty Those much. Are crazy. They would go fucking screaming by. Like you couldn't hardly see it. It was a blur. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, he's fucking moving. Them little things will probably top hundred mile an hour. A couple of guys I used to work with raced them. That's interesting. Yeah. I knew a guy that did that. That shit's expensive too. They do it at Road Atlanta. Yeah, shit, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, I think he used to, uh, I don't know if he went to Road Atlanta. I, I, they always talk about going to Alabama. I don't know if that's just closer. There's a lot of, the over there by Talladega, there's a bunch of tracks. There's a bunch of like offshoot tracks over there by Talladega. Okay. There was a, I remember I stopped at a gas station right there outside of Talladega and that some bitch had 109 octane. I was like, 109? I'm like, criminy. Yeah, you get near uh, one of the tracks. Even you go down like Reynolds and stuff like that, you get near them, you'll start yeah. seeing the extra pump. I don't believe I'm going to throw this in the old Ford Fiesta. $5. <laughs> it's probably $10 now. Yeah, it's probably $10 a fucking gallon at this point. Yeah, I, I remember it was like 5 bucks, And I think the it was 114 or 116 we used to get. It was like 625 yeah. In the 90s. That's expensive. That's when it was like a buck. Yeah. For I, was paying, I think when I started driving, it was 99 cent a gallon, 89 cent. 90, you get like cheap shit for 89 cent. I remember 79 over was it kangaroo or I don't remember what they used to call it. You, you, yeah. They were about dime cheaper than everybody else. I grew up in South Florida. Fucking gas was always expensive. But I remember seeing 79 cents. But I think when I started driving, the cheapest I saw was... About 89 cents a gallon. 99 cents was regular. And then it started creeping up over a buck when I got in my 20s. I never thought I'd see it where it's at now. What's the deal with eggs? Why are eggs so fucking expensive now? Well, you didn't see the chicken plant that caught on fire? Dude, they're talking about renting chickens. Yeah. People are renting chickens. I think, was that you that told me about yeah. that, Jason? I read that article. Uh... I'm fucking going to rent a chicken. Are you fucking How kidding you rent me? A chicken? <laughs> I like a catch people, and release program. What the fuck? I don't know, but I can't imagine these people that are renting chickens know anything about chicken farming or what to do with the chicken egg. You can't. You got to make sure it's not fertilized. Number one. Number two, you can't clean them until right before you eat them because there's that they're not homogenized or anything. So you got to leave that nasty shit on them until you fucking ready to cook them. Then you wash them right before you break it. But Oh yeah, no thank you. I'd rather just I'll pay I'll pay four bucks for a gallon for a dozen eggs. I'm not going through that shit. I see what uh Tara with the center, yeah, she raises chickens. Okay. And we, we use those eggs for the breakfast and you can't clean them. So I always made her crack all the eggs and shit. I'm like, you just you scramble those up and then give them to me and then I'll cook them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not touching them fucking things. <laughs> uh, I grew up with them, so I guess I'm I hate it. Man, my grandmother would take us you know, in the summers. I would have to go to the grocery store with my grandmother, and then we'd leave the grocery store and then go to the chicken coop to go get eggs. And that was yeah. the that smell stays fucking with you. Have you That's ever, a smell I'll never forget. 
Like a small coop or like a like a no, no, big no. hen animal. A giant fucking they had three probably hundred yard long fucking chicken houses. Oh, they had runs. Yeah. I, I think it was where were we? We were in Alabama somewhere when I was younger and they had uh they look like condominiums straight up. So they were Oh really? Oh yeah. You go up through the middle of it and it'd be like three, four stories. God, um, I can't imagine how bad that smelled. Oh god, in the shit. It's, yeah, it's, it's just everywhere. Like they, whoever built them had a the right idea. It, it would funnel the shit down around so it wouldn't rain shit on the uh, layer below it, and it would be on the ground underneath everything. So yeah, uh, uh-uh. chicken farming is disgusting. I don't care if you're raising them for eggs or for meat; that it is fucking disgusting. Seems something is wrong with his water. I think it dry. Your water dry? My water dry. <laughs> I try to take a drink and it makes me thirsty. Did either one of y'all, I'm going to throw a fact into your earlobe. Did y'all know, never thought about this until I come across it, that progressive income tax is necessary for the spread of communism? Did you know that was a fact? Part of Marxism? Yeah. yeah. And we have a progressive income tax. I mean, the tax code's not going to change. Like we talked about what, that last week or week before. Uh, you you change it, fair tax, or anything else, you get rid of the income tax, they lose control. Could you, you, instead of potentially World War Three, which, whatever, but could you see mass civil wars break out or mass revolutions? Look at Sri Lanka and some of these other countries that have completely collapsed here in the last few years. Especially in Europe. Europe's like, as much shit as they talk about us, they're always volatile. Yeah. They also have a lot of, this is my personal opinion. I don't know if this is why, but to me, like here, you know, the United States is huge uh, relative to a lot of other countries. I mean, and we're just land we're mass, one. Right? Yeah. We're one, we're one big giant uh, land mass. Whereas Europe is like a bunch of really tiny States just, right. But they're like their own. So it's really kind of, I don't know if I want to use the word easier to just Get into have a an uprising. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should be like. Number of landlocked. So they're kind of dependent on their neighbor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. Yeah, I can see that. Where it's like, you know, I mean, this is an exaggeration, but there's like, hey, there's 12 of us and one of you. So we're just going to whoop your ass and we're taking over because we just don't like the way you're doing shit. But here it's just more of a plus. It's so ironic. The people over here that are upset, let's just take, I mean, the right and the left are both upset. Let's just take the left for an example that they want to say they wanted to just fucking overthrow everything and uh, we're taking over. I just don't think they got the fucking chutzpah to fucking pull it off. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're a bunch of pansies. A lot of them. (laughs) They're just like, most of them are these weird tiny little people that are just mad at the world and they have no they have no direction they have no true leadership they have no i mean it's gonna take that was that to me is one of the differences between the left and the right the right the far right you have like militias (laughs) that are like buried in montana or utah you know what i mean you have militias that are they have a hierarchy they have a 
they have a basically like a governance and they they have a ranking rank structure and everybody has a job you know that would be to me more likely to do uh now for the fbi that's listening i'm not saying this is right or wrong <laughs> just pointing something out but anyway <laughs> to me the right would be the side the the far right militia type people would be the ones that could even have a chance at getting something like that done whereas a very uh under i guess underfunded under and not very put together not very well put together antifa style fucking mob has no fucking chance of th- overthrowing anything you know what i mean yeah that's why they don't worry me too much but they do disrupt the hell out of everything <laughs> they're great at disrupting shit but i don't think they could ever take anything over because even let's just say uh, there was pure unicorn farts and fairy dust sprinkled over them and it fucking happened. They wouldn't know what to do when it got there. I just. Two, I think over, over there, they have a lot of gun restrictions. So, I mean, there's people who own guns over there, but. They're usually they're, hunting weapons. Yeah. I mean, Shotguns and the like. Sure, but my point being is. The government knows that. Like, yeah. They also know in the U.S. that uh, out of 100 uh, guns owned per 100 people, uh, we rank the highest. We're at 120. So every 100 people, there's 120 guns. Yeah, I mean, we're. I'm a case in point. I own more than one weapon. Yeah, you sh- as you should. <laughs> yeah, and I also... If one jams, like, you yeah. can pull your back up. Not yeah. Did I say that? And there, there's different uses. You yeah. Long range, short range, close combat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is for really close up tyranny. This is for far away tyranny. <laughs> this is for a lot of tyranny. <laughs> and this is for her. So if you get in the house, you're getting 30 pellets in you. <laughs> this is for tyranny behind the neighbor's refrigerator. <laughs> but yeah. It is interesting to me. I mean, like again, all everybody talks shit about the U.S., but we're nowhere near as volatile as as other countries, no, other we're not. continents. No, and we don't have near the problems that all these drama queens on the internet and social media and everybody fucking hashes out to that we have. They're trying to create them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, or make this false premise that they actually exist. Tell the lie often and long enough, it will become truth, even though it is a lie. That's the other it's called thing mass psychosis. It works. It's been countries in wars for millenniums. I mean, how many people you see walking around go, did you see the TikTok? You believe that shit? It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's Well, the other, the other thing they don't tell you, and like that, like even in the U.S., um, well, specifically in the U.S., is American civilians own a hundred times more firearms than the U.S. military has in their stockpiles. Oh, that's a stat I did not know. We own four hundred times as many as law enforcement, and and the number keeps going up. That's what scares the government. Oh, they're frightened of us. The uh, but you know that Yama, Yamamoto said they. That's the reason they would never secede because mm-hmm. he's. I think he. The quote was, there was a gun behind every tree. 
And yeah. that was every, every blade of grass, I think. Is the yeah. One. yeah. Well, you got to figure counting in the, in that number is actual law enforcement people that work for law enforcement, but in, at home they have their own personal weapons, military, same thing. So, I mean, True. And there's then, 330 million people in this country. The ones that are opposed to weapons probably don't make up the numbers that they think they do. We're averaging because, about four each. Is that what you said? No. 10? That's, no, that's what about, did you say? It was? It's a, it's a, per 100 people, it's 120 guns. Yeah, so it's not. One it's like point, one point. Whatever. Okay. One, one point, point something. Yeah. One point two. I got an A in class and I'm above average. <laughs> did y'all see the video of Kamala trying to explain astronauts going through a, a takeoff? In a rocket. Yeah. I saw her freaking embarrassing fucking speech about it, and she was putting the medals on those astronauts. I was like, they must be so embarrassed right now. I'm like, they're like, God damn it. Of all the people that could be doing this for me, it's this chick. <laughs> you you know, of people who probably need to shut up, that Marjorie Taylor Green, she probably needs to be quiet for a while. Yeah. That is that so be- bizarre. Josie graduated. Now I don't really have a tie to UGA anymore. Sure you do. You gave them a lot of your money. You got that shit right. Still giving them money. That's crazy though. Like you give them the money. The kid obviously does their part. They're the alum. But I think you should get something out of the deal too. I got a magazine. Nah. Come on, man. They got to give you like (laughs) perks. Free tickets to like a three game, you know, three game. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, here, here's three tickets. They're in the nosebleeds, but appreciate you here giving you us your money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got to do something. Something yeah. for the parents. And I think uh, that's why I liked uh, Sylvester Stallone in Tulsa King when he was mm-hmm. talking his take on what college really is. <laughs> Did you hear his little speech? I don't remember it, but yeah, I'm sure I heard it. Yeah, he was just basically saying college, you don't go to college for an education. That degree just basically tells a future employer that you, at one point, you you committed to something for at least four years. So it doesn't really matter what you get a degree in. At least we know you could commit to something and follow through. So we're willing to give you a shot. (laughs) Yeah, it's about all they're worth now. Pretty much. Hate to pop the bubble on that one. They're teaching garbage in school. Yeah, there's so much stuff. I mean, it's so inflated. There's just so much. Like, you could learn so much more if they focused on your field, whatever you're going to study. Yeah. I keep hearing they don't even teach about money anymore. They didn't when I was in school. I don't know. I learned a lot about money. Well, they teach you about CPA kind of stuff, but they don't teach you about money. Because money's not money no more. It's just paper. Yeah. I mean, I took I took introduction to finance, finance 101 or whatever. Yeah, I mean, just Are you talking about college? Yeah. No, my and, kids uh, didn't even know what that checkbook was. Got to show them one. They don't even have that discussion check- anymore. I have a checkbook to write checks. I don't keep a register though. There's no need to. You got all that online now. Yeah. You used to have to keep your checkbook balanced, but yeah. Because this is how it basically works here because there's no gold standard. 
and we're now the reserve currency in a nutshell. Let's say you borrow 10,000, someone else has to be the creditor of the 10,000. Yeah. So the, the whole thing is basically, basically creditism. It's not capitalism anymore because we don't really produce much of nothing. I will say that probably accounting, the accounting classes uh, I took uh, were difficult for me anyways. So it's it's kind of weird because right now they're, they say they're burning money they're because uh, they're winding down the balance sheet. Yeah. So this, I think it was what? Right around the seventies, we had about a trillion out there. And now it's ninety trillion, so we're in that neighborhood. So they're burning this thing down on the back end. So basically, as the bonds mature, come in, they don't roll them over, in essence. So they get their money back, which they don't need the money because they can print money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now that money's gone in the system. So it's like I think they call it quantitative tightening which is going to cause a recession along with this Biden economics, which just pinched it on the front end, drove up inflation, drove up food prices. And now there's the interest rates. So it, it does not look good. Well, thanks for that. Appreciate it. You know, actually that's a, that was a genius idea for pot making brownies. <laughs> you make a lot more than brownies now, brother. Yeah, no shit. Say, gummies, you, gummies are all the rage. You get high and you got, you already got brownies. You, you can get high and you your can coffee. fix your munchie. You can get high in your tea. You can fucking oh. eat gummy bears, cupcakes, fucking whatever eggs. you want, brother. Oh my god, <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. I mean, you can make peanut brittle. <laughs> what the fuck you want to do, man? Wow, they done figured that shit out. It sounds like it. I mean, hell, I... It's, uh, there's something... I will say this. There, There is one process that they do extracting the oils that is highly dangerous. Oh, kind of like cooking meth. You got to boil yeah. it off. Uh, it's sort of highly dangerous to use or to make. It's the Produce. process is dangerous. Yeah, producing it. Uh, oh, okay. Smitty might remember this. You remember uh, when they used to uh, dry them out, buds out, and microwave? There are people hanging it up in their attics. I can neither confirm nor deny any knowledge of using the microwave. Processes of drying out marijuana for all of the FBI listening. <laughs> and DEA. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> Of the process yeah, at all. The millennial, millennials probably figured out to use a flat iron. We didn't have that shit back then. No, just... <laughs> I'm kidding. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your patronage. Please share the podcast or tell a friend about it. You're listening to the program to help us support first responders and veterans alike. Stop by and check us out on Facebook. For those who would like to donate or subscribe to the program, you can do so at redcircle.com. Prime Cohesion. Cohesion.